Paging Dr. Randy. Paging Dr. Randy. I just got on call and they're paging me already. They want me to do work as soon as I get to work. Come on, let's go. Yes, you, come on. Well, I'm Dr. Randy, nice to meet you. I'm a licensed family medicine physician. Since you're on call with me today, I want to make sure you learn as much as possible. Me and a few of my special friends are here to give you all the tips and info you need to live a balanced, healthy life. Are you ready to be on call with me? I hope so. So let's get it going. Our shift starts right now. Welcome back, healthy people, to On Call with Dr. Randy. I am Dr. Randy. Welcome to all my first-time listeners. This week, I wanted to continue the conversation on insomnia. Last week's discussion on insomnia focused primarily on cognitive behavioral therapy treatment in relationship to insomnia. So basically, we had a good discussion on sleep hygiene, which included avoiding stimulants such as caffeine before going to bed, only using the bed for sleep and intercourse, decreasing screen time before going to bed, and establishing a regular bedtime routine. If you haven't checked out last week's episode, you should. Sleep specialist Dr. Holiday Bell provided some great information on ways to treat insomnia without using medication. This week, I'm going to break down some of the medications used for insomnia. Some of you may actually have good sleeping habits, but just need a little bit of assistance to help you go to sleep or stay asleep. So I'm going to be breaking down some of those medications. There are a lot of drugs, so let's get this sheep going. Get it, sheep, because this is an episode on sleep and you count sheep when you're asleep. Boo! Boo! Get off the stage! You need better material! Boo! That's a lame joke! Okay, inner voice. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try to try to think of a better joke for you next time. All right. The first category is benzodiazepines, also commonly known as benzos. Drugs in this category include Resveril and Estazolam. Xanax is also in this category, but is a medication that isn't used to help treat sleep. Xanax is generally used to treat anxiety. However, some people may have been prescribed it in the past for insomnia and have gotten accustomed to taking it to help them sleep. However, this isn't what it's supposed to be used for. Xanax isn't supposed to be used to help people go to sleep. For example, my shoes are designed to help me walk and keep my feet nice and comfortable. I can also use my shoe to kill a bug. That's not what it's used for, but I mean, that's another thing that sometimes people use it for. Like, oh, I see a bug, I'm gonna kill a bug, I'm gonna use my shoe. So same thing with Xanax, like it's not designed to help you go to sleep, but that's what it can possibly use for sometimes, but that's not what it's designed to do. So hope that little silly example makes sense. Benzos work on a receptor in your brain and lead to sedation, muscle relaxation, and decreased anxiety. There are several different kinds of benzos, but only five are approved by the Food and Drug Administration to help you sleep, and Xanax isn't one of them. Benzos help you to stay asleep. However, chronic usage of benzos for insomnia may distort the sleep architecture. What does that mean? Remember, last week, Dr. Holiday Bell said you go through different stages of sleep, and long-term usage of benzos may disrupt those stages of sleep. 
So you may not get efficient sleep. You may go to sleep, but not get good quality sleep. Thus leading to still feeling tired when you wake up. You can also become physically dependent on benzos and potentially have withdrawal symptoms when you stop them. These withdrawal symptoms can include headache, dizziness, and diarrhea. Also known as a god damn it stinking here. Was that a better joke in the voice? Was that a better joke? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like that one. All right, we're gonna keep that one. All right, so let's move on to the next drug category. Next category is your Z drugs. These are some of the common drugs you know. These drugs include Ambien, Lunesta, and Sonata. These are the most commonly prescribed drugs for sleep. Z drugs help you to fall asleep and stay asleep. Also, they help you to go back to sleep if you wake up. For example, if you go to use a bathroom in the middle of the night, you may be able to fall asleep easier by being on one of these drugs. It takes approximately one to one and a half hours for these drugs to reach their peak in your body. Side effects of the Z drugs, and which drugs are the Z drugs again? Ambien, Lunesta, and Sonata. The side effects of these drugs include memory loss, dizziness, hallucination. What, what was that? What was that over there in the corner? Yeah, hallucination, seeing stuff that wasn't there, and anxiety. It doesn't mean you're going to get all these symptoms, but these are some of the common side effects of these Z drugs. Like benzos, these drugs have the potential to be abused and patients must be monitored regularly on these medications. All right, so the next category of drugs is melatonin. Melatonin plays a key role in the sleep-wake cycle and decreases with age. Problems with producing melatonin and timing of its release can lead to insomnia. Melatonin in a drug called Remelteon, which acts on the same cell receptor as melatonin, help to decrease the time it takes to go to sleep. Melatonin and Remelteon are less addictive than the Z drugs and the benzos I mentioned earlier. So there is little chance of having side effects of being on these medications. But it's kind of questionable how well these work. So for my patients, some of them, they do well taking melatonin, puts them to sleep, and then for other people, they say it's like taking a placebo pill. So it's kind of hit and miss with melatonin. All right, the next category is antidepressants. The only current antidepressant approved by the Food and Drug Administration for insomnia is the antidepressant doxepin. Doxepin helps improve sleep efficiently and total sleep time. Another antidepressant used to treat insomnia is trazodone. However, the research for trazodone is very weak if it truly helps with insomnia. Personally, I only prescribe trazodone to individuals who suffer from depression and having trouble sleeping because trazodone is used for mainly depression, but it has also been shown to help people go to sleep. So if you're depressed and having trouble sleeping, trazodone may be the medication for you. All right, the last category is antihistamines. Antihistamines include Benadryl and Unisom. These are generally recommended for pregnant women because they can help pregnant women go to sleep and also help with nausea. But you can also take these medications even if you aren't pregnant. These are generally safe medications but can also have anticholinergic side effects. What does that mean? That means these drugs can lead to difficulty with urinating, blurry vision, and constipation. These are the common side effects that are seen in higher doses of antihistamine medication, which is once again, Benadryl and Unisom. 
that rarely kind of happens with these medications, but it usually happens in combination with people taking other meds. So make sure you talk to your pharmacist about these medications and if you may have some kind of potential side effect with other meds that you may be on. Medications that can help you stay asleep and get better quality sleep include Ambien, Doxepin, and Lunesta. As you can tell, these Z drugs, Lunesta and Ambien, overlap in what they can help you with. So those drugs can help you go to sleep faster and stay to sleep. Drugs that can help your granny stay asleep include the antidepressant Doxepin, melatonin, and Remelteon. Remember, Remelteon is just another medication that works on the same receptor in the brain as melatonin. So it's a pretty safe medication that can be used in older individuals. You want to stay away from the stronger drugs in the elderly if possible. Those stronger drugs, including the Ambien, the Lunesta that I mentioned earlier. Why is that? Because it can increase the chances of your elderly family members having a fall. And we don't want elderly people to have a fall because they usually break something when they fall. In my practice, I've seen that it takes a minimum of at least a month to get these medications to work. It has to take time. You, your body has to get adjusted to the medication and it has to get in your system. And then if it doesn't work after about a month to six weeks, you may need an increase in dosage to see if that works rather than switching to another medication. And then if that doesn't work, then you may be switched to another medication, which may work for you. So with this process, with medications to treat insomnia, you have to be patient. That's an unfortunate part about it. You may have some good days and some bad days, but you have to give the medication time to work. In addition to this, you have to keep practicing good sleep hygiene. Going to bed at the same time every night, only using the bed for sleep and intercourse, decreasing your screen time before bed, those things that I mentioned earlier, I'm really trying to beat into your head, those things have to be done in combination with medication if you're on medication and you want it to work as best as it can for you. Got it? Good. So that's your summary on medications for insomnia. I hope you learned something. If you enjoyed this episode, send it to a friend, send it to your granny, send it to a family member, send it out. If you could fill out the short survey link in the show description, it's only eight questions. I did it. It only took me 50 seconds, like bam, bam, bam. I don't ask you a whole bunch of questions. I'm just trying to get to learn my audience. And if you're not already following me, follow me on social media at underscore Dr. Randy. Now go practice some good sleep hygiene. And if you feel like you need a little assistance with medications to help you sleep, discuss this with your physician. I hope you have a great week. And as always, stay healthy physically and mentally.